The lumpy 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 and I'm Natalie Mills. And you are listening to the... Hi, I'm going to burp. <laughs> and you are listening to The Lumpy Mother, the podcast where we show up our, for... Where we... We do this thing where we show up for our kids by showing up for ourselves. We're not experts. We're just two best friends and moms who love learning and laughing together. You do not I have... have... <laughs> I know. I was... And I caught it that time, too. I have... I have four kids, an eight-year-old daughter, an eight-year-old son, a six-year-old son, and then a two-year-old son, and a bonus exchange daughter who is in high school for the school year. And I have two kids. I have a one-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. So if you want to know, you're not the only parent who has used dry shampoo on your kid's hair on a regular (laughs) basis to cover up the fact that they have not showered. My mom, I mean, she... She explained to me what spit baths were. Ew. <laughs> so some, but you don't use spit, but it's like, I used to do this all the time in high school. I would just wash my hair in the faucet oh, and yeah. then just um, use a washcloth and wash my pits and like yeah. <laughs> groin area yes. and then go to school. Because I mean, I was only, I was getting up like a half hour before I had to leave. Oh, uh, yes. 100%. Yeah. Well, you've come to the right space. <laughs> yeah. So if you like what you hear or you don't like what you hear. Or you just want to tell us things about things, well, you can email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com. Perfect. But yes, I have a rewind. So I talked to one of my good friends who's a teacher. She teaches high school. And she mm-hmm. gave me some classroom management tips. We also got some great yeah. tips on Instagram. I don't know if you saw them. There's I a did really see good some ones. of those. I've barely been on social media. I'll be oh, honest. I'm sure. But well, you're I so did catch busy. one or two. So Yeah, no, they were really great too. But my friend was saying, so she had some really good questions. She was like, so are the ninth graders the oldest or like the youngest? And your ninth graders are like middle because like, yes. isn't it like seventh to 12th yeah, or something? So they're like, it's their third year on this side of the building. Yeah. yeah. So she said when they're the youngest, they're usually like some of the best class because like yeah. they're all scared. So that's your seventh graders right yeah, now. My they're all like scared and like way, yeah. really sweet. But now that they're older, they're like mm-hmm. just. They've let it all loose. Well, yes. she just said, and it's basically exactly what you're doing is just be like super strict and don't take anything um, yeah. all the way through Christmas break. And then you can maybe show your humanity a little bit from Christmas to spring break. But then after spring break, you have to go right back to being like <laughs> boss babe because um, it's all over to the end of the year. <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, that would be horrible. Well, I'm only doing the first nine weeks. And so I'm only oh, in that first right. part where it's just yeah, like yeah. me trying to, I mean, it's just, it. it's so, they're getting a lot better we're getting into the routine of things but what I've realized is I just cannot give them any wiggle room yes it and it makes me so mad I want to be able to treat them like adults and trust that and they want to be treated that way but they have to earn it I mean you can't just walk all over you but um I had a (laughs) so my seventh graders I have them for a like study skills class it's basically an enhanced study hall so they get to do homework but then we also 
I get to do whatever I want, but um, we've we watch a TED talk once a week. We did oh, a cool. quiz about like what kind of learner are you, like what style of learner, that kind of thing. Nice. And so they have had them a few times where they're doing math homework, seventh grade math. And um, they <laughs> one of the sweetest girls asked me for help and I had to Google the answer because <laughs> I could not oh, do yeah. it. I don't remember seventh grade math. That was about was where like, I fell off was about six, six, seventh grade math. Uh, it was like basic, basic, like adding oh. and subtracting with like um, <laughs> negative numbers. Because oh, I was I like, at what point do you, at what point do you uh, make it a positive or like switch the things? And I couldn't remember. And then there was a worded question that was like, you have negative $5 in the bank and you deposit $2. And I was like, oh, no, I, ha- I know how to do this math. <laughs> when you word it like that, I can figure it out. <laughs> oh. Now that is very relatable. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's so funny. But it was funny. She, One of the girls asked me for help again today. And I was like, I I think this is it. But I'm going to feel really bad if you <laughs> if you do this wrong because. Of me, so so have your teacher talk to me if. Uh... Yeah, yeah, just have them send me a message. But um, it's just pretty funny. Yeah. And, no, I oh. remember doing in kindergarten. I substituted. Let's just do our bad math stories. I'm actually pretty good at math when I really study, but I'm also not. I'm just not good at. Okay, maybe I'm just pretty bad at math. Um, so. <laughs> No, but I substituted kindergarten, and they had to do the straws of, like, um, ones, tens, one hundreds, thousands. Uh-huh. I forgot that was a thing at the time. Oh, yeah. I, I completely forgot about that. And then I, yeah. like, locked up and got, like, real nervous. And so I just let them <laughs> tell me where to put the straws. And I don't think I did it right because the, the troublemaker kid who is actually, like, they're always my favorite, like the trouble, like the sweet, uh, funny troublemakers. Yes. Yeah. That aren't like bullying people. But I mean, yeah. this is kindergarten. So he was like, he asked to go to the bathroom a bunch. And I'm just like, I know what you're doing. But yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for two days. Um, but he just kept telling me to switch the straws. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's just, he knows it's wrong. Messing with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the teacher came back. He's like, why are there two million days of the week or something it's like, uh, uh, uh. So. I had to because the school is attached elementary side and um, junior senior high and I had to bring one of the boys um, their Chromebooks this morning so I walked through the elementary side while all like it was right after the bell rang so all the kids were in the hallway and I had my I had like this black dress on that had you could see some of my tattoos and my white oh, Doc nice. Martens. Yeah. And as I'm walking by, I hear a little girl go, Is she a tattoo artist? <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> and, I, and I told Vic that and we laughed. And then at the end of my day, my last class, I told my seventh graders and I was like, I'm going to need you all to start spreading this rumor for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It's awesome. It was really sweet. Um, Are you first or am I first today? I think you're first today. Okay. So Sarah had this really amazing idea to talk about some of our favorite children's books. Yes. I love this idea because then I don't have to do any homework at all for this. Yes, even better. (laughs) (laughs) Which I have not. Like, let's be honest. If you've heard the last five episodes, you know that I haven't been doing. I've been doing zero research for any of my things. I haven't been either. (laughs) I've just been doing things that I enjoy and hoping it resonates you know every now and then i'll look up like 
a quote or two or make sure I'm like citing my sources. But uh Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I picked out a few. I just like real quick went through all of our like kids books. Yes. And, and... you are so good. You uh, turned me on to a lot of these authors and stuff that I'm going to talk about, too. So Oh, fun. Um, yeah. I love children's books. I love reading mm. them myself. Just like the illustrations. And it's yes. so fun. Oh, some of them are so, so beautiful. Yes. Yeah, they really this are. This is good that you're doing this, too, because you're going to have a better age range as well. Oh, yeah. That's a really yeah, good point. That'd be nice. Okay. So I'm going to first I'm going to talk about one of my very favorite children's authors, and his name is Oliver Jeffers. <gasps> yes, I have one of his on my list. I wondered if you did. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to feel bad if I Oh no, um, I have so many books that it'll be I'm good looking, to um, Jesus, cross them I'm off. So <laughs> looking at your list right now, you have like almost 30 books like ready 50. to go yeah no we I, can uh, definitely cut this short it's totally fine if you I have so a, if we have doubles we're good i have a total of seven books next to me that's perfect <laughs> it's gonna be an excellent combination and also i know you and you probably love those books with your I whole heart and so you have yeah. more conversation to say that's about so them. funny though um yeah so oliver jeffers the two that i have in my closet with me at the moment are this moose belongs to me and stuck and yeah. he also does or he illustrated i don't think he wrote the day the crayons um yeah left. illustrated you're right uh -huh. but he illustrated it but he has a whole bunch of other ones including a big one that's like an alphabet and um, it's really thick, but it's incredible. His illustrations are so unique yes. and so gorgeous. You mm -hmm. have to follow him on Instagram because he does Ooh. a lot of like gallery art as well. Yes. And so his Instagram is always gorgeous. Ooh. What I love about these books is that it's thinking I... I was in a class once in high school and they were talking about how, um, like, if you ask an adult, what can you do with a paperclip? They're going to be like, well, you oh, no, can. No, I told you that one. No, I, I totally, I, this was, it must have been a video that we watched then. Because so, I watched this in my class I did fairy tales in Oh, in no, it just happened. Oh, my gosh. We must. So, yes. Okay. No, but go. It's functional fixes yeah. this and how school kind of like, go ahead. You yes. do it. Yeah, no. Okay, they, I was it, like, wait, because I tell this story all the time, so I was like, no, I told you that. But I, go ahead. It, I I have a feeling it's a like classic. Anyways, so they yeah. talk. They ask adults like, what can you do with a paperclip? And yeah. their pa adults are like, well, you could put it on a piece of paper, or you could use it to use a yeah. broken zipper, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yes. And then they ask kids, what can you do with a paperclip? Like, think of everything you can do. And kids are like, well, if it was giant and rubber, you could use it for this. Yes. You know? What and color so, is it? What shape is it? What's yes. it made of? Yes. All of these different... What size is it? How big? How small? Exactly. It's Exactly. Yes. And so uh -huh. um, that way of thinking that as adults, we kind of lose that mm -hmm. um, ability to think like that. Yes. But I feel like Oliver Jeffers takes this and he applies it to his books. Right. Because we're always I feel like as adults, we're saying, well, that's not possible. That can't happen. So like his book stuck is about a boy who gets a kite stuck in a tree and then has to get it down. Have you read this one yet, Sarah? No, stuck? I haven't read anything but... Uh, the day the crayons quint and and the uh, one I can never think of the oh, name okay. that I'm gonna feature on here. Um, and <laughs> oh, here oh. we are. Notes for living on planet Earth. That's notes a for great living one. On planning. Sorry, it's I'm so looking good. at your notes. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so stuck is about a boy that gets a um, 
kite stuck in a tree. And so he starts throwing things up. So the first thing that he gets, he's like, so of course he got a ladder. And you're like, okay, he's going to climb the ladder. But no, he throws it into the tree to try and knock <laughs> the kite. And then it just steamrolls into him like a steamship and a whale that was in the wrong place. And it all gets thrown <laughs> into the tree. Yes. So the illustrations at the end are just all of these giant things in this tree that all get stuck. And finally he throws something else. Oh, he's like... Oh, uh, firemen were passing by so of course he knew he had to ask for help so he threw up all of the firemen and then the fire truck and <laughs> I love how just... Dixie for a turn you think the firemen are gonna like, yes. try to yeah, get it and... out but no <laughs> um, and, and it's just like so creative in that way and yes. I love books that are changing the way we think about like think through processes so yes. stuck and then our other one uh, that I love is this moose belongs to me and the illustrations in this one are especially gorgeous but it's just like this kid that has a moose and it's funny in really subtle ways which I really appreciate in a kid's book but um anything by Oliver Jeffers I 100% recommend yes. I love uh -huh. Oliver Jeffers um the next one oh no I do have the day the crayons quit so I'll let you talk about that one though oh um, I didn't put include that one on oh you favorites. didn't okay so this is by Drew Daywalt but it's illustrated by Oliver Jeffers but once again it's just like really clever it's a bunch of notes from crayons <laughs> to their kind of like their boy at school and why they all quit so like the um the white one or I can't remember the blue one is something like um it's exhausted because all of the water and sky is being colored blue all yes. the time um the peach one's naked because he ripped yes, took the off peach the, ones, uh, yeah. that's evie's favorite like <laughs> no read naked peach <laughs> beige um oh the gray one is like you're killing me all of these giant animals small yes. animals can be gray too like penguins that kind of thing so yeah it's, it's so just, good it's so clever and it also um, does make you think about like why can't we use these colors for different things yes. why do we like why is black only for outline or why yes. is beige only for like wheat and corn like we can th you know yep. when you're coloring you can use any color yeah yes. it's really yeah it's good um and then the next one this is a book that my sisters loved when they were kids mm -hmm. and um and there's two books that this person wrote and this is one of them it's called the true story of the three little pigs oh, and then yes i used to love that too i would read it over and over when i was little yes and then there's another one that's called um i think it's like chicken little and other fairy tale or something like that but um it's just so funny in a way that books weren't necessarily when we were younger, yes. where like the narrator is kind of like not in control and things are coming <laughs> in and out of the pages. And yeah. um, it's just like, it's so funny. So in the true story of the three little pigs, it's actually the pigs that are like the bad guys. And the wolf <laughs> is the... Um, protagonist he's the good yeah. guy and so um that's just a really fun one i love when they revamp fairy tales like that yes they're yes. so fun exactly um okay so my next one is one that nora actually so um for a few years life gets busy but for a few years nora would send ava a book every year on her birthday and they were always at Aww. least illustrated by the same person barbara cooney barbara cooney Ooh. is kind of a classic children's illustrator from like the 90s so it's a much like more classic style than now we see things that are much more like graphic designy um yeah. but this is a book called rocks a boxin and i 
love Ava loves this book and I love this book because it's about all of these kids. I want it. <laughs> I think that they're in Arizona. At least I don't know why I think that, but I feel like that's true. And it's like in the time before cars. And so and it's oh, kind of I, I think it's too. loosely based on a true story. And it's literally just about how all of these neighborhood neighborhood kids created this outdoor world and what they played and how they played and how they created their own little houses. And they would find these blue little pieces of glass and that was their money. And <laughs> um, if you oh, no, there were cars because it says if you found a round um, like stick or a round piece of. Uh, like something someone had thrown away, you could have a car. But if you were in a car, you could only go so fast and only go certain places. But if you had a stick, it meant you had a horse. And if you had a horse, you could go anywhere. And it's just like this childhood that we don't have anymore, that our kids don't have anymore, yeah. where they're outside for... I mean, it it's just like magical. Oh it's my so gosh, magical. That sounds so good. And then... Oh, Oof. it is in Arizona. Because then at the end, the um, author says that it was kind of her mother's memories so she talks about oh, oh i'm just wow. gonna read the first sentence to you on a hill this is like the afterward on a hill in the southeast corner of second avenue and eighth street in yuma arizona there is a place once known as rocks boxin the events <laughs> in this book really happened to alex alice mclaren's mother alice mclaren is the author so um oh, i love it it's just wonderful yeah. but barbara cooney also illustrated um there's a few others we have and of so course familiar, but i think i think honestly you'd recognize the pictures just because she's such a classic yeah like, illustrator. illustrator and then the last one i have is another one that our kids love and it's by susan and james patterson and it's called um well we have the second one but it's called bigger words for little geniuses the first one is called big words for little geniuses <laughs> And they're just giant words with their definitions. And it does have <laughs> the, how you sound it out, but we always struggle, which I think is why my kids love it so much. Yeah. So this one, and it goes through the alphabet. So the P word is papillionaceous. And it says papillionaceous flowers look like look just like pretty butterflies. So, <laughs> oh, this H is, my, is Ava's favorite in this one. Okay, here we go. Hippopotomonstrosaquipedaleophobia. Um, and then, of course, you have to read it in the sentence. So you have to say it again. Hippopotomonstrosaquipedaleophobia is a huge word that means fear of big words. And the illustrations are super cute. But, oh, that's um, so awesome. And it's like James Patterson, like the, oh. num the number one author you know it's yeah. him and his wife i believe that's awesome but um it's just so fun the why in this one is yoikes yoikes that's yeah. a special word you yell to get your dog to chase other animals yoikes so yoikes. it's just like super cute i love and... that like for a new reader just to make fun of like the process of learning how to yes. say these things and how even adults can't say these huge yes. words i mean that really turns it into something light and like don't be afraid to make mistakes this is how mm -hmm. i don't know it's just i like yeah. to read into things so maybe that's what i'm saying it could also no. just be fun things could just 100%. be fun but yeah, yeah i love that i have to get and that one it's so fun. Um, the other one our kids really love is BJ Novak from The Office. He has one, The Book with No Pictures. And oh, my so, gosh. Do you I have just, it? 
I just got it because uh, my friend recommended it. It's, it's so hilarious. Fun. Yes. I'll cover it pretty soon. Okay, great. Um, it's and then, so awesome. Yes. Um, I would say because Ava's that's, definitely oh, that's the guy from. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't realize yeah. he's from the office. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so Ava is kind of at a new reading level. She really kind of got there probably in the last year or two where she's reading longer books, and wow. what she is absolutely loving right now is graphic novels, and they've changed graphic novels to be so incredible. So they're taking all of these classics and turning them into graphic novels. So The Odyssey by Homer is now a graphic novel. Um, She has Anne of Green Gables as a graphic novel. Anne of Green Gables is so good for someone mm -hmm. her age. I I mean, I'm just going off the TV show on Netflix, but it was so good. And the illustrations are so sweet. Little Women is a graphic novel now. Yes. Um, What's the other one I was just thinking of? Crap. Um, this is amazing. What a great way to get yes. people, kids to understanding well, classics without like torture. <laughs> yes. And and I mean, she there's whole series. The one that she absolutely loves. All the kids love this one. It's called Wings of Fire. And the original series is just like not chapter books for middle aged readers. But yeah. they they made it a graphic novel and they devour those books. They That's love those awesome. books. So, um, yes. yeah. So she's just super into graphic novels. And I'm they have a small section at the school library that I'm at right now with graphic novels. And I'm even encouraging my middle school and high schoolers who are not strong readers they don't love to read like if yes. this is going to get you interested in reading then let's do it i don't yeah i don't care if it's novels, not at a certain level that's reading absolutely yes. yeah yeah i mean starts with something you enjoy or else you never do it you know yeah oh the witches by Roald Dahl. that's a graphic novel and the illustrations oh, no. are so good because you know like uh, it's so descriptive about yes. the women that change into witches and I've then, never read um, it, or, but I, I know oh, really? Will Dahl and the James oh, and the Giant Peach. so cute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the BFG and Charlie yes. and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. That's all Will Dahl. And then um, uh, the, not, I think The Giver was turned in by Lewis Lowry, but the other oh, one. Oh, that book is so good. Oh, my so gosh. So good. Um, so I think that that's a graphic novel, but the last one is, oh, it keeps escaping my brain. That one would be a really amazing graphic novel, too. Oh, the it's. Colors um, and the... They just did a movie with Oprah. And, um, oh, crap. They, like, travel through time and space to save their dad. It's a... Oh, is it the um, one with it? Like, um, a Wrinkle in Time. They, a Wrinkle in Time. Oh, okay. Yes. I loved that as a kid. That That is not the one. I was not on the same page, but okay. yes. Yeah, so but that's yeah, also a graphic no. novel. So it's just, oh, like, so that was such fun. such a good book, too. Madeline Lingo. Yes. I loved, like, sci-fi and fantasy when I was younger. Yes. And she's I awesome. loved her. Yes, yeah. she's so good. So, anyways, the graphic novels of any variety right now, Ava's yeah. and Anne Henry. And that's such a brilliant. So that's so brilliant. It of, is. of a way to get kids into reading. And the yes. more you read, the better you get at it. I think, mm-hmm. a lot, like for me, when I was in college, I was reading really fast because I was reading all the time. And so yeah. I feel like people like people don't think it's like a practicing thing. It I, is, I, I don't know, but I think it really is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not to say, of course, there are things that keep you from reading or maybe you just don't like reading or whatever. Yeah. But um, I That's think awesome. anyone can become a, a reader if they find what they like. Exactly. All right. I took up way too much time. So your turn. Oh, okay. Go for it. No worries. Okay. So I kind of broke them into categories. Um, So the book Celebrating Diversity that I really love. One is called I Am Enough by Grace Byers. Um, It's just awesome. It's like girls of all colors just being kind enough and 
kind to others and like strong and um, just the the phrase I am enough or like for feeling worthy is something that's Mm -hmm. so important for that for something that's so important to me to instill in both of my kids and so I feel like this is like a great great book for that Um, while also including you know different skin color or involving different skin colors and making sure that um, my kids are uh, introduced to people of all sorts, especially like we yes. live in a very white area. And so it's on me to make sure that they they are surrounded by all kinds of people and they yeah. don't get it in their head that, you know, from the beginning that anyone's better or worse because of their skin color. So, yeah. Um, and then another one is just ask, be different, be brave by you, uh, by Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Oh, um, cool. So this one, all right, it's kind of really lengthy like there's too many words and it's long and so that part is not my favorite when you read it it does have really great content my favorite part is just like with Evie going through all the different kinds of people like there's a little girl and a little boy with autism there's a a little boy who has allergies in here he's allergic to nuts and Evie's allergic to peanuts Um, there's a little girl with dyslexia dyslexia. there's someone you know in a wheelchair there's um, blind children um, and then Sonia Sotomayor has diabetes. And then at the beginning, she introduces it by saying, like, she loves to garden. And can you imagine if our gardens only had one type of flower, you know, mm. like, and kind of explaining the beauty of diversity, which I love. I love it. And my favorite part is going through this with Evie. And, you know, I skip a lot of pages because it's so long. But uh, we get to that. And she's we're talking about the um, on this page about... Jordan, who has autism, and he loves dinosaurs. And Evie's like, I love dinosaurs, too. And then he, she asks a lot of questions about the people and, like, the person in the wheelchair and, and everything. So it's just introducing her to the fact that not everyone's just like us, you know? And yeah. I just love that so much. And I think yeah. it's really important. Um, so even if you just get it to go through the pictures and talk about, you know, the different kinds of people that they feature in here, I think that alone is worth it, even if you don't read, Absolutely. like, every sentence like I don't. Because it's, uh, I'm tired by the time bedtime comes around when we normally read. Um, and then, of course, Anti-Racist Baby by Ibram yep. X. Kendi is great. Um, then I have this adorable book. Okay, wait. Oh, I don't didn't bring it up here. It's called My Family, Your Family. And the pictures are so sweet. And just about mm. all the different kinds of families there are. You oh, know, I two mommies, it. two daddies, um, different colored families, um, yeah. grandparents raising their kids. Um, there's like here family, their fa- here family, yeah, their family, like some their parents mm-hmm. are away and they're staying with their grandparents. They oh, have, yeah. you know, all different types of families. And it's just I kind of a celebration it. of that. Yeah. Um, and then another one I love is called Ruby's Reunion Day Dinner. And we just got mm-hmm. it from the library. But it's just about this like black American family. And the little girl named Ruby, and they're having this great family gathering, and everyone has their signature dish. Mm-hmm. And then so this little girl who's probably about Evie's age is trying, like, she's not quite old enough to help. And so she's trying to find, like, her her way of contributing to this big family mm-hmm. get-together. And at the end, she makes lemonade. And so Evie and I have already mm-hmm. made lemonade once from this book. Like, she just loves it. Because oh, it's so I perfect. It. Yes, at this age, because I think <clears throat> toddlers are so interested in contributing and helping even... <laughs> though yes. like it's so hard to let them help sometimes so, and like finding their place and how they can be a part of the family and yeah. and ruby found her lemonade and uh it was just the best and so cute. um yeah i love that one 
And then my favorite books, uh, this category is like emotional intelligence, resilience, and regulation. (laughs) Um, So one of my favorites is called Breathe Like a Bear. And it has all of these different like breathing exercises you can do with your kids. And it's so fun. Um, So they have different categories like focus. And so they have different like you can do this, the snake breath one, and it's make your mouth into the shape of an O, take a long breath in, like you're breathing through a straw as you let out, hiss like a snake. So it teaches, mm. um, you know, regulation yeah. skills and breath work, which are so important. Um, and how we can help with different things, you know, like focus, calm, um, waking up, you know, different. And they're all like fun, kid oriented yeah activities so i really loved that one uh the other one is giraffes can't dance which oh, is yeah, just really really that f- one yeah. yeah it's so fun it has a good flow i like reading it the ones that like rhyme and rhyme, like are yeah. so fun and then yeah. like just i love any story about anyone giraffe or human <laughs> like just finding <laughs> themselves despite like the outside voices and gerald you know just he everyone tells him he can't dance and then he meets the cricket yeah. who's like just you know <clears throat> dance to your own music and uh, i love it um and then the other one is the most magnificent thing by ashley spires and this is a great one for like resilience and it's also just a fun story but it's about this little girl who wants to um, invent the most magnificent thing. It's like she has a certain mm-hmm. thing in her mind and she goes through all these different modules of her invention and none of them work. And then she smashes her finger. Uh, oh, man, she get, you can like feel the frustration. She's so angry. Then um, her and her assistant, who's her dog, um, go on a walk. <laughs> And then they all feel much better. And then she um, starts over and like kind of shows like the problem solving skills of it and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one that I really love recently for problem solving skills is what it's called. What should Danny do? Have you heard of these books? I think there's I, multiple, but they're like choose your own adventure endings. Oh, fun. And but it's for about like sharing or like should you stomp on your brother's foot or patiently oh, love like it. wait and be kind. And then like so the kid sees the consequences unfold. Mm-hmm. There's like nine different storylines you can supposedly find, but if you yeah. make the the kind or patient um, or uh, decisions or sharing. Uh, decisions then you know you end up at the store choosing out your own toy because you work so well with others or were so kind or awesome and there's a lemonade stand in it too which evie loves so that helps um (laughs) (laughs) but also it's fun because we'll go back and evie will do like the one she knows she's not supposed to do and sees and sees but then she sees what happens and she's like oh that's not fun and so it's like a really Almost like an exec. They talk about building your kids' executive function, where they think in in advance of their actions. And I just—that's what I love about this one. I want to find more books like it. And Evie wants to read it over and over and over because she's like making choices. So um, my next category is fun, silly slash magical. So one I have is Here We Are, Notes for Living on Planet Earth by Oliver Jeffers. And Natalie's already discussed him. He's wonderful. And this one is so fun. It's all about living on Earth. And um, it talks about... Um, I like it too because it talks about there's lots of different kinds of people here, but yes. it's we may look different and seem different, but it, we're really very similar, and we should all be kind. And there's all these yep. animals, and then it's fun too because you can look at all the animals with the kids and all the different mm-hmm. kinds of people, and um, it's it's great. 
And then, so Ocean Meets Sky. I think you've had this one by fan, the Fan Brothers. Maybe. No? Oh, I don't. But, um, oh, I don't have it up here either. But it's just beautiful. It's about this little boy, Finn, and his grandfather must have recently passed. But he um, basically falls asleep in the ship that he was like oh. building, building. And then his grandfather who shows up in the book as like this great fish um, takes them to the mm-hmm. place where ocean meets sky. And it's just, it's just beautiful. Like the pages are also beautiful. When we went to the book, like when I was no, there. No, that was, I think oh, okay. a Christmas gift or something. Oh, okay. okay. Um, just, but no, I did buy some that are, I don't remember which ones here, but it's okay. um, but it's a really good story. And then just like a random fun one that probably everyone gets is 10 tiny toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just like, it's, it's great. Like Franklin's at the age where it's so fun where, you know, he's just learned where his eye is and he's like pointing yeah. to it and then clapping because he found his eye. Oh, it's adorable. And another really fun, and I want to get more of her books. Have you read any Julia Donaldson books? Well, The Gruffalo I'm familiar with, but it's yes. also a short on Netflix. They oh, is it? have a little video <gasps> that's so cute. Oh, because yeah. I love the, I just got The Gruffalo and I love it. It's just yeah. so fun. Such a fun story. I mean, I could just read and it just like has that fun flow yes. of rhyme all through it. And you're just, I, I just love it. And I'm, I want to get her, what is it? Room on a Broom or something. Yes. Okay. I was just going to look up if that was her because that's also yes. a short movie on is Netflix. <gasps> And it is and everyone so loves that. cute. It is so cute. Ava used to, to love it. Yeah. Okay, and then these two were from um, my friend. I asked her what her favorite children's books are, and she did not disappoint. So it, one of them was The Book With No Pictures. Okay, so this one's so good. And apparently it's by the guy from The Office. But yeah, B.J. So Novak funny. is Mindy Kaling's boyfriend in The Office. Oh, that's yes. right. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, here's how the books works. There's no pictures. That seems like it'd be really boring. But um, then the rule of the book is that the person reading the book has to say whatever's on the page, no matter what. And then it's like, blork. Wait, what? That doesn't even make sense. Blork. Wait a second. What? And then it's like, I am a monkey who taught myself to read. And now I am reading this book with my monkey mouth in my monkey voice. (laughs) I am a robot monkey. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's so good. I love it. And then the next one, and this book was, um, it was like, like $20, so a little pricier, but so mm-hmm. worth it. Uh, yeah. Or if you can get it from the library, it's called Express Delivery from Dinosaur World. Ooh. Um, it looks to, I think Harrison would love it so. Okay, we'll look it okay. up. It's beautiful, but it's cool. And it's also, it's an activity type book, but also like just a book you can read. Um, there's one portion. Okay, so these are like all the eggs, and then on, beneath oh, the eggs, wow, they that's have gorgeous. Like, it's beautiful. Uh, I'm so glad I got this. Uh, this was the recommendation from a friend. And then, like, the dinosaurs are hungry. Quick, run. The mother dinosaurs are coming back to their eggs. They're all hungry. And then it, like, opens up, and you can see the skeletons and the muscles of the oh, inside so the cool. dinosaur. And then, like, the girl that who is the main character in this, she gets, I think she gets like eaten and you have this flashlight <laughs> that you put under these like plastic pages and it lights up and you have to find her escape route. 
Oh, like, seriously. Cute. And then, like, that's the flashlight. <gasps> Harrison would love it. Yes. So much. I'm going to get that for Christmas for him. That's yes. so cute. It's so good. And then they have more, like, it's just, like, it's just so beautiful and fun and different. Like, more different than anything I've seen for kids. It's so cool. I love it. Um. Yes. And then, then just two random ones regarding potty and poop. Um, so the book Potty by Leslie Patricelli, and I know she has mm-hmm. other books, right? Yeah, we have one by her called Toot. There's another one that's hilarious <laughs> called Naked, and it's just yes. the kid running around naked, like yelling that's, that over yeah. and over again. There's like a yeah. certain age where it's so profane, especially around potty time or uh, potty yes. training. And Evie yep. could not get enough of this book. Like it's so simple and just like goes through this little baby deciding whether or not he or she wants to go potty. Um, yeah. And like, what do doggies do? What do cats do? And like, she just wanted to read it over and over and over. So I highly recommend that. And then everyone poops. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I like that more as an adult because it's hilarious. With with my toddler, it just turned into. Um, her saying poop all the time. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm blaming this book. But, but I it's know cute. for a fact you bought that one when I was out there. Yes, because we got that we, one. Uh-huh. It was like you and I for probably two hours just took turns reading it to her because she would be like, "Yes, poop, poop." She book, could not get book. enough. Yes, <laughs> like what does what does whale poop look like? And then she'd be like, "They make all yeah. the sounds," and this one makes big poop and. Um, so it's a classic. It's good. It but is, yes, yeah. it's like, it was like Evie's favorite book. And I think it's just up on a shelf because I got tired of reading about poop <laughs> over and over and over. Um, as one will. Yeah. <laughs> even with my sense of humor. <laughs> all so right. Those are all I have. Yeah. Sweet. So cool. as we wrap up today's episode, just to remind you, we definitely want to hear from you. Email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com and tell us about your favorite children's books. Yes. Do you have absolutely. favorites that we didn't mention? Um, we want to hear about them. We absolutely always love book recommendations. Mm-hmm. I know. So, I'm going to get a few from your list now. Great. Yeah. I'm going to definitely get that dinosaur book that looked gorgeous. Oh, so it's beautiful. It yeah. is so neat. It's like one I'm really happy we have, but mm. I almost have a hard time letting Evie play with it because I'm like, don't ruin it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which but if you email us, there's a good chance that we'll read it during the next episode. Yes. And don't forget to follow us uh, and if you like what you hear today, there are a few things that really help us out. If you could please um, rate and review us if you have a moment or subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcast. It, may, it helps people find us and really it kind of makes our day, too. <laughs> um, yeah. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lumpy Mother Podcast and on Twitter at Lumpy Mother Pod one. That's the number one. And make sure you join us next Tuesday to see what motherhood has in store for our lives and yours. Bye. Bye.